Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Bobby Marks, the NBA front office insider for ESPN, making the big interview. Award-winning writers, athletes, coaches, the biggest names in sports. It's the Gary Parish Show Big Interview on 92.9 FM ESPN. So, Bobby, obviously the big story today is Brittany Griner has been released uh, from a Russian prison in a prison swap between the United States and Russia. Uh, I won't ask you to get into the details of that, but I am just curious, how much, if at all, do you think – the attention that NBA players and coaches and WNBA players and coaches and even college players and coaches, uh, among them in, in Memphis, John Morant, um, the attention that these people kept on this situation for months and months and months, how much, if at all, do you think it played a role in leading to this development? Oh, I think it played a, you know, I mean, I think it played a big role. I mean, I think it would have been easy to forget about her there. Um, um, you know, I think, you know, certainly, I mean, if, if, if it's based on you know, the people in Russia, they probably said it didn't play a role at all. And we got what we wanted as far as in, in the prisoner swap. But no, I mean, I think that, you know, certainly from the WNBA, certainly from the coaches, Dawn Staley, uh, Becky Hammond, um, you know, you know, certainly you mentioned job players like, you know, we, we never forgot about her as far as what had happened uh, almost close to a year ago. And that, and I think that put a little bit of you know, certainly pressure on our government here to, to try to get something done. And um, fortunately, they were able to do a, uh, you know, a prisoner swap, um, you know, early today. Yeah, I, I think that's right. I don't know how much pressure John Morant and other, you know, American sports figures could put on, you know, Russia, but you put that pressure on the United States government to get something done. And and like you said, fortunately, we finally got that done. Let's talk basketball. The Memphis Grizzlies still to this day have never started their theoretical best starting lineup. And yet they're still 16 and nine, just a half game behind New Orleans in the Western Conference standings. Just broadly speaking, your thoughts on what you've seen from the Grizzlies this season? You know what I've seen, and I hope Zach's not listening. Zach Kleiman, their GM, because I'm going to put him. I'm going to put him in a, in a high level praise here. They remind me a lot of these this, the good San Antonio teams back in the day, um, as far as just the the stability, like plug and play. Right, two guys are out. All right, we're going to go to our bench, and and, and um, John Contra is going to play. Right, um, Danny Green's out. You know, we've got enough shooting here. We don't need to go out and make a trade here. And you know, there are nights when, you know, certainly whether it be Jai out or Contra or Jaron, you know, you're doing rest management here. They've got such a strong foundation here where it's, it's like that next man up mentality. And that that's what gets you through 82 games. 
I mean, your depth gets you through 82 games here. And, um, you know, the Western Conference, nobody's running away with anything. I think, you know, what New Orleans is in, a, in the number one spot um, as of today here. Um, I think, you know, where, where Memphis is, you know, certainly I think you want what you want to do is get some separation from, you know, those teams in that four to seven, four to eight range here and, and, and be one of those top two teams here. But I think you got to be happy just based on, you know, Jaron was out for the beginning of the year based on circumstances here as far as you just haven't had, you know, Desmond's been out, he's going to be out for another few weeks here. Um, you just haven't had your full kind of lineup and you're still, you know, seven, eight games over 500. You mentioned the Pelicans. It seems like not too long ago, that whole situation felt like a disaster. Zion never healthy. You know, the, there was a thought that they might not be able to keep him or he's going to ask for a trade or he'll never, you know, reach his potential for for injury reasons. And now you look up and they're, they're 16 and eight alone in first in this moment in the Western Conference standings. What's the explanation for flipping that the way it's been flipped? Is it simply, well, they traded for CJ McCollum and got Zion healthy. And so here we are, or is it more than that? Yeah. I mean, I think you saw, you saw, you know, a little bit of it, you know, after the trade deadline last year and certainly into the playoffs with the, with the CJ addition here. I mean, that was a team, I think they started, three and 16 last year. And we're, you know, we're all talking about, you know, is David Griffin, their gym going to make it through? Is Zion going to be on his way out here? And yeah, certainly CJ bringing that veteran presence, you know, Brandon Ingram. Um, and then, you know, the difference with Zion is you go from a team that's a playing team to now a team that's in the, in the top three. And when he's on the court um, and he's healthy, he plays as at an all NBA level. And that takes that team from a plan to a team that can compete for one of these one of these top three spots. And I mean, they're in, they're probably in, in as good of a shape um, moving forward. Of course, if health is on their side going forward, just based on, you know, the nucleus under contract, uh, they've got all these draft picks here. I mean, they've got that Laker pick. They can swap with their own. They've got Milwaukee, a couple Milwaukee first here, some swaps. Um, they're in, they're in strong shape. As long as, as I said, you know, Zion stays, uh, stays healthy here and, um, they're another team. You know, they've lost some guys. Herb Jones has been out. Brandon Ingram has been out. But you, you plug guys in. You find Jose Alvarado. You find Najee Marshall, guys who are undrafted here. And it's kind of just that plug and play. Is there a lesson to be learned from the Jose Alvarado um, emergence? Uh, you know, he's you, you look at him in college. He was a productive, very good college player, but obviously limited. Not great athlete, not very big. But a lot of the stuff he did at Georgia Tech is translating to the NBA. Do, do you think front office executives look at him and go, okay, maybe the type of stuff that he's doing to impact winning is the type of stuff we should start maybe trying to identify at the collegiate level and, and, and perhaps bringing it into our organization? Yeah, I mean, I think when you're, when you're guys who are undrafted – um, there's got to be, a, you have to have a little bit of an identity to that player for them to make it in this league here. And I think, you know, Jose has that here. I think it's, you know, when you're, when you're paying a guy the minimum salary, um, there's not much risk there. I think certainly when you're looking at roster spots, 12 to 15, um, that plays, I think, I think players like him probably should get more of a benefit than a guy that's been in the league, maybe 10 or 11 years here. Just because, I mean, in New Orleans, you've got him for the next three years on a really great contract here, and he's got an he's got a role, he's got an identity as far as what um, you know what he can do. 
Talking to Bobby Marks, NBA front office insider for ESPN. He's on Twitter at Bobby Marks 42 Interesting situation in Atlanta. Um, they're 13 and 12, uh, fifth in the East, and uh, Trey Young's. Uh, I don't know if it's personality or attitude or whatever has started to creep into the headlines again. Um, what do you make of, of the situation that organization is dealing with right now? You know, it's funny. I, I, I talked with Brian Windhorst on his podcast, or uh, I think Monday or Sunday, and we, we talked about it. And I said, yeah, no, you're, I mean, they're, you know, they were 14 and 10, top 10 in offensive, defensive efficiency. They'll figure it out here. And then you, yeah, you, you you lose, you know, earlier in the week, I think Oklahoma State. Then they play New York last night. I know um, Deontay Murray got hurt and uh, uh, hurt his ankle here, but I just did not like the body language at all. Like, I didn't – like, Trey Young going into New York should be like Reggie going back into New York back in the day when he was in Indiana here. And I know that Trey loves that, you know, that theater-type atmosphere. I just felt like it was a preseason game for him last night. Uh, didn't shoot the ball well. They get blown out. Um, I think it's probably something to watch. You know, it's certainly, I don't think it's going to be the coach. I mean, how could he go through a third coach in, you know, three or four years here? But it, it, there is something a little bit funky. You know, you've got the John Collins situation kind of hanging over. Um, he's injured. Deontay um, Hunter is hurt. Um, you know, they're a team that gave, I don't want to say all in, but, you know, you gave up a lot of picks to go out and get Murray here. And they're, you know, being a playing team is just not going to be good enough with, for this roster. I remember when Trey was coming out of college and I was talking to a front office person uh, of an NBA franchise and, and, you know, this franchise was picking in the lottery of that draft and they, they were just picking my brain to see if I, you know, what I might know or have heard about any of these uh, prospects. And when the conversation got to Trey Young, um, they asked me, so what do you think of him? And I talked strictly basketball stuff, shooting, passing, all that stuff. And I said, what have you heard? And they said, and I'm just being, this is just what I was told. We've heard he's weird, that people don't like him, that his teammates don't like him. And it seems like we've, we've if we haven't reached that point in Atlanta, like some of that stuff is, is bubbling up. Uh, with, without disclosing things you aren't comfortable disclosing, is that something you ever heard about Trey Young? Yeah, I mean that's that's the big thing, you know. We're in year five right now, and it feels like you know, um, you know from a locker room standpoint, um, can he be a leader? Can he put this, you know, you know, do is he a follower or is he a leader here? Um, you know, is he, a, you know, he's a max player, but is he is he a franchise player? You know, franchise player is not just the guy that can you know, put, you know, give you thirty a night here. There's a lot of different elements to that, and. It'll be interesting. You know, they've invested a lot in Trey Young here, and I think it's certainly something that to follow. It feels like we're, we're talking about him every year here, and we get to this point somewhere in late, uh, you know, mid-December, early January, where they're kind of a little bit out of a crossroads. Talking to Bobby Marks, NBA front office insider for ESPN. He's on Twitter at Bobby Marks 42 um, The Warriors, if the playoffs started today, the reigning world champions would be in the play-in and, like, just barely. They're 13-13. and 13. Um, on a two-game losing streak, are they going to have to do something with that roster to compete for a back-to-back championship, or is this something that can get sorted out over time as currently constructed? Yeah, I mean, I think we would have Warriors-Clippers as the plane right now. <laughs> and the Clippers <laughs> are something to talk about for another day, I'm sure. But, you know, it's interesting. The Golden State does not make changes during the regular season. They, they just don't make change. And, you know, certainly they've been at a high level with Durant and certainly last year, and th- they made the Wiggins-Russell trade, and that team was in, in the lottery here. And 
I think they're going to have to ask themselves, you know, for whether it be whether it be James Wiseman, is he the guy to move in a deal that is, you know, for a veteran? You're not going to get an All Star back. That kind of fits more closely to the Steph Curry timeline as far as if you think this is the last year with this roster together. I mean, you're looking at guys like I mean, like Kelly Olynyk, right? Like guys like that, Miles Turner, maybe as far as move him and you know maybe you got added something else and. That's probably your lone resource or big deal. I don't think Kaminga, um, you know, I don't know about Moody, uh, Moses Moody here, your younger players here, because it's not going to be your core guys. Or you do, or do you just think, you know what, we're going to ride this group here. Um, hopefully the bench gets better. Uh, we know what we got with Jordan Poole, the, uh, DiVincenzo, Jermichael Green, guys like that here. Um, and you just play it out here. But I think the one thing you don't want to do is kind of, you know, basically punt on this year, which I don't think they will. Um, and Wiseman doesn't turn into that player that you you know think he might be. Talking to Bobby Marks, NBA front office insider for ESPN. Yet a big piece, sort of looking ahead to the trade deadline, when players are eligible to be moved, when they're not. I know we're a little ways away from that, and uh, obviously the the most honest answer is who knows. We'll see. But you know, if you were speculating on December eighth, who do you think the biggest name that gets moved midseason in the NBA is? I think it's probably John Collins down in Atlanta. I think we've, you know, certainly another guy we've talked about two years in a row, and he signed that big contract um, a year ago. He's got four years left. Um, you know, can you, you know, you've, you've seen some good things, I guess, from Jalen Johnson. Um, do you break that up and give you a little bit more more depth? Um, I think the goal is to take back a, a salary that has some some years left on there. So I think guys like, you know, certainly John Collins. I think the interesting thing, Gary, is, yeah, I mean, December 15th is when, you know, the, the, these trade restrictions are lifted, but I went back and looked at it, but you know, 85% of the trades uh, that occurred the last five years don't happen until the week of the deadline. So, yes, it's great. More guys can be traded here, but as you've seen, teams wait until the last minute waiting for that great deal, you know, to come about. Sometimes it never happens. I talked to uh, uh, Bobby Marks, ESPN NBA front office insider. Obviously, um, the draft is a long ways away, but it seems pretty clear at this point that Victor Wimbanyana, the French sensation, will be the number one pick of the 2023 NBA draft. It's interesting because literally minutes before the start of the 2022 NBA draft, it was still unclear who was going first overall. And yet we know several months out, probably for at least a year now, uh, that Wimbanyana is going to go first in in the 2023 NBA draft. Uh, you worked in a front office for a while. Obviously, you do your due diligence if you end up with the number one pick, but can you imagine anybody else going number one in that draft? No, I don't, unless something catastrophic happens here um, over the next six six months. Um, I just think from a talent standpoint, I think certainly NBA people, you know, executives getting a feel for him over here um, a couple months ago when he was in, in Vegas and playing those two games. And, I mean, basically the NBA bought the app, right? They basically bought all the games to stream um, uh, online here. I, I just, I don't see it. I mean, I, I don't see it at all as far as anybody else but him going number one. Wrap it up here with Bobby Marks from ESPN. Last thing before I let you go, Max Scherzer is 38 years old. Justin <laughs> Verlander is 39 years old. Are you comfortable with the Mets uh, starting the season with a rotation of two all-time greats, both of whom are, uh, you know, close to 40? I thought that was going to be the first question. I was waiting for my <laughs> next question here. 
Hey, I'm uh, I'm more. I think I'm more comfortable paying uh, Justin Verlander two years, eighty six million, than Jacob Degrom four years, whatever he got, yeah. one hundred eighty five in Texas. So, I think, uh, yeah, I'm I'm comfortable uh, with these two guys. You know, making forty million a year, and um, you know, certainly last year Verlander was not past his prime. Had a great year. It's just a matter of keeping these guys healthy. Yeah, I think you and I are on the same page. I would have, if you just told me you can have either one pitch for your team, I, you know, I, I, I've spent a lot of years watching DeGrom. I look forward to those yeah. nights. Oh, yeah. I would rather yeah. have DeGrom as a Met, but I would rather have Verlander on this contract than DeGrom on that contract. Yeah, you got it. That's Bobby Marks, ESPN front office insider, uh, covering the NBA. You can follow him on Twitter at BobbyMarks42. Thanks so much, buddy. Appreciate you. Yeah. You got it. Thank you. All right. That's Bobby Marks from ESPN. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.